It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Jonathan Isaac is back in the news, sort of. We'll have the latest on him, plus a look at the Orlando Magic's deep group of power forwards and what the team's going to do with all of them. It's time for a Tuesday edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. you are indeed locked on magic today is august 30th 2022 my name is philip rossman i'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com of course follow me on twitter at philip rr underscore omd on today's episode of locked on magic jonathan isaac puts himself in the news we'll break down the latest zabruder film of jonathan isaac playing basketball plus his goals for the season the big thing that he has to accomplish i think that's Kind of obvious, but we'll talk about it. Uh, and what the Magic's power forward situation is going to look like as we get closer and closer to camp. We'll get to that coming up here in just a minute. But first, before we get any of that, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. To search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day day. I decided to save this for today because I wanted to like unravel some of it and, and check on some things. But um, on Sunday, Jonathan Isaac posted video of him playing basketball, uh, of him doing a workout playing basketball. Um, it wasn't live action. It wasn't with other NBA players, with, with some Magic staffers, with some people uh, he was working out with. He was getting bumped. They were being physical with him. Uh, he was dunking. But... That's where the, the tape ended. It was an Instagram story. It lasted 24 hours. And like everything else with Jonathan Isaac on a basketball court over the last two years, it, it was gone just like that. Just gone into the ether. Gone forever. Um, Magic fans have been giddy about the footage. Um, there's been some questioning and some conspiracy theories about when the footage was taken. Um, and, and like all things, it just is all in the dark with Jonathan Isaac. Um, look, I, I, I will stay on the record this way. I, I do not like how the Magic have handled uh, Jonathan Isaac's recovery. I, I think that they have allowed an information vacuum to exist where people 
that were fans, and again, I, I think most people are supportive of Jonathan Isaac. They want to see him back on the floor. We all know what a great player he can be. Um, but I, I think that there's just this... There, everyone wants information, and without official information, we're just here to kind of fill in the gaps, to kind of say, like, well, this was taken two years ago before the injury. I, I, I'd have to watch the video again, but I, there isn't a noticeable knee brace that he's wearing. Some people would say, oh, this had to be recent. Why is Jonathan Isaac posting it otherwise? The bottom line is, like, look, the only official thing that we know is, yes, Isaac posted it, but the Magic have been very careful with what they post and what they send and what they update about Jonathan Isaac's status. The last official real update we got was back in July when Jeff Weltman said that they're hopeful he'll be ready for camp. But the goal at that point was to get Isaac back to where he was before his hamstring surgery back in March. Um, again, it's been some time. It's been March to August. That's five months. You'd hope that he is back there. You know, it certainly seems like Jalen Suggs who had ankle surgery at the end of the season in April, uh, after the season ended in April. Um, is back to doing full stuff too. So, who knows? That's 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 the point. There is no official update on Jonathan Isaac. And, and, and while there was a ton of excitement from seeing this video, there was uh, about a month ago, the Magic uh, had Isaac at uh, Orlando Magic Basketball Camp. A, a photo from the team website, from the team itself, came out of him dunking. Uh, again, some people broke the Zapruder film down and said, oh, that's not from recent. That's not recent. I, I, I don't like to speculate. I don't like to deal with things that are not fact. But yes, Magic fans were very, very excited just by the little morsel, the little nugget of the potential of Jonathan Isaac playing. And, and, and that's kind of where we're at. Now, again, like, I would say all indications are that that it, it feels like he will be ready for camp in some capacity. Uh, I think that we can all sit here and say that the Magic are going to, to proceed extremely cautiously with Isaac. As Jeff Volman has said, one of the few things that he has said on the record about Jonathan Isaac is, we're not going to just throw him back into 30 minutes a game. He hasn't played NBA basketball for two years. We saw how they handled Markel Fultz. Uh with the minute restriction around 18 to 20 minutes per game. They're not going to play him in back-to-backs. Fultz did not play in back-to-backs. The Magic are going to take things slowly with Jonathan Isaac, and, and, and there's just no other way around it. There's no other way to describe it. Isaac, it, we don't know how close he is. We don't know whether he'll be ready for camp. we still got a month to go before camp. But when he does return, and, and all indications are that he will play at some point this year, you know, despite what negative people might say, all indications are he will play at some point this year. I, I'm, I think he'll be ready for camp. I think we will get uh, a press availability with him before camp like they did with Markel Fultz after his initial injury. Um, there will be some announcement uh, officially that he will be ready for camp. Um, but as always, the Magic don't want to put that pressure on him until they are certain it's going to happen. And again, it's been two years. Nothing is certain. And so that just gets us back to square one of, of, of everything. What to expect from Jonathan Isaac this season? Um, that's kind of where we have to start. Um, and, and like I said, like I've been going to do, and we're going to do this over the next couple couple weeks here, is talk about step, like one stat, one category that a player has to step up. We talked about Jalen Suggs' three-point shooting yesterday. With Jonathan Isaac, 
there's really one area he has to step up in and one area that has to happen. Nothing else matters if this one stat doesn't increase. And that's games played. The simplest one of all. We're going to talk about what to expect from Jonathan Isaac and why just playing is a victory coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from the National Highway Transportation and Safety Administration. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stoned? Look, no, no judgment no judgment on the use of marijuana. It's obviously we've evolved as a society and as a culture around this substance. But driving stoned is a bad idea. You might ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit. It's supposed to be safer, right? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you Talk about a buzzkill. So stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If if you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different, drive high, get a DUI. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The story of, unfortunately, the story of Jonathan Isaac's career has simply been his inability to stay on the floor. Um, there's, there's just no other storyline to describe it. Um, you know, yes, Jonathan Isaac played, I think it was, what, 72 games in the 19 season. Uh, let me make sure I have this number correct here because it's actually kind of important to the point that I'm trying to make. Um, he played... 75 games in the 2019 season. So I even undercut him there. Um, he played t- 79 games in the 2019 season. That is more games than he's played in the other three years of his career combined. Just think, just think about that. He's played more games in one season than the other three seasons of his career. He obviously dealt with the ankle injury that knocked him out for so long and the Magic just could not get him back on the floor. He played well his second year. He was playing really well in 2020, before the lateral corner injury knocked him out until the bubble. The bubble gave him a bit of a reprieve, but honestly, the bubble might have been a curse for him too. Coming back in the bubble, Isaac looked really good. The Magic were being really cautious with him, and then he tears his ACL in the blowout win over the Sacramento Kings. If obviously the pandemic doesn't happen, a lot of things in Jonathan Isaac's life probably aren't happening the way they've happened, but um, if, if the pandemic doesn't happen, that season ends the normal way it would have ended, Isaac's probably done for the season and is preparing to get himself ready for the 2021 season. And we're not talking about a guy who's missed two seasons and maybe even a guy who tore his ACL. It's bad luck, no other way to describe it. And Isaac's had a long recovery. The fact that that injury took place in August 
um, instead of during the season, cut into his recovery time and, and, the, and the way that the, that season had to be finished quickly in 2020 to get the NBA back on its schedule meant he was certainly done for that season. The 2022 season was just kind of a wash. Um, for whatever reason, Isaac wasn't recovering at the normal speed uh, and then had a setback in March, perhaps when he was kind of close to playing, but the Magic didn't want to ramp him up too quickly. It just all fell apart. When Isaac's playing, he is, and I know I've said this a million times on this podcast, he is truly one of the most elite players. He has one of the most elite skills that we've seen. He is a dynamite defensive player. Just an absolute stunning defensive player. Able to make blocks, able to change shots, able to defend on the perimeter, able to defend in the paint. He's able to do it all. He led the league in stocks and was certainly on his way to becoming an all-defensive team player before his lateral corner injury in his knee on January 1st, 2020. This was a guy that the Magic really felt like, you know, maybe not build around, but could pin a lot of hopes on. His shot was improving. His aggression was uh, improving. His assertiveness offensively was improving. But defensively, he was an all-defensive team player, the one player with a proven elite skill. And so now the question always became, how do you nurture that? And, And now the question is, how do you get back to it? Look, this season, it, it's going to be a recovery year. You know, I've called this a proof of concept season for the team. And that's really, you know, kind of said in, in reference to a trade. But this is very similarly kind of a proof of concept season for Jonathan Isaac. This season for Jonathan Isaac is just about getting back on the court. And of course, the Magic not being a team necessarily going for a playoff spot or, or not aiming to go for a playoff spot have the ability to give him the freedom to just go out and play. Jeff Weltman said last year, and in this sense, the 2022 season was a failure. Jeff Weltman said at the beginning of last season that part of the team's goals in 2022 was to reintegrate injured players. That means giving them the space to just play with no pressure to perform, no pressure for stats. When Markel Fultz came back after the All-Star break, it didn't matter what his numbers were. And his numbers were good. We're all excited about him. We'll talk more about him. But it didn't matter how good his numbers were. He just needed to play. And for whatever time, and certainly we wish it was more than 18 games, he just needed to be out on the floor. That's what this season is for Jonathan Isaac. Again, the most important stat that Jonathan Isaac's going to accumulate throughout the course of this season is games played. He just needs to play. It doesn't matter how many points he scores. It doesn't matter how many blocks he gets. He just needs to play. And the Magic have to, have, have to exit this coming season with some understanding of what Isaac can contribute to this team and a little bit of how he can fit and to the bigger scope of the Magic's Power Forward situation. We'll talk about that uh, coming up in the next segment. So really, all Isaac has to do for this season to be a success is play and play consistently. No relapse of an injury, no kind of injury hovering over him. He just needs to play. And look, there's going to be good days and there's going to be bad days. There's going to be good stretches, there's going to be bad stretches. 
The Magic are going to put a minute restriction on him. He's going to play 18 to 20 minutes just like Markel Fultz did. He is going to miss back-to-backs. There's not as many as there used to be. There's going to be planned and managed rest days for him. The Magic are no rush to throw him back in there. And unless he really proves that he is capable of doing more and that they're comfortable ramping up his workload or ramping up his role, they're going to be extremely cautious and just kind of let him do his thing. This is what is central to kind of the equation and the discussion with Isaac. Is that they're just going to roll out the red carpet and let him play. Again, it's likely going to be coming off the bench. They're going to likely very kind of simplify his role. But it's just about him being out there. You hope to see parts of what made him so special before the injury. But this season is really about reclaiming some of that. And just seeing what he can do and gaining comfort and confidence in his body again. You know, I, I, could t- I, I would certainly bet that he is very excited for that opportunity. He is eager to get back out there. For anyone who, for, for whatever reason, thinks that he is not trying everything he can to get back out there, doesn't know, doesn't know this guy. This guy wants to play really bad. And it's, it's probably killed him, and, and, and I, I'll say I think part of what's happened with him off the court or, or, or some of the things he's done off the court is, is frankly boredom because he can't play. He can't do the one thing that he probably really wants to do more than anything else. And so all we need to see is we need to see him play. The Magic's power forward group, though, is a really, really exciting one, and Jonathan Isaac obviously plays a role in it. We're going to break down some of the power forward options for the Orlando Magic coming up here in just a moment. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience. And without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. So obviously, Jonathan Isaac now is entering a power forward situation that's very different than the one that he left two years. He's, he's honestly entering a team that's very different than the one he left. The only players that Jonathan Isaac has actually played basketball with on this roster are Mo Bamba and Terrence Ross. Uh, it has been quite the, the, the churn on the Magic roster, and so Jonathan Isaac is going to have to find his way. And 
You know, again, like I said, I think the Magic are going to be super cautious with him. I, I don't think they're going to look to push him and look to to have him be kind of the star player. They're going to let him develop and grow um, at a pace that he's comfortable with. Um, that's that's ultimately what this comes down to. Um, and so he's going to come off the bench, and I think he will be the backup power forward. I think the Magic will make it a point to play him, you know, Unless he is completely unplayable skill-wise, which leads to other questions and problems. He's obviously got the, the non-guarantee in his contract now. Um, it, unless he is completely unplayable, they will play him even if that does not help the team win. Even if, you know, unless Chumo Kiki is just that much better. But you look at this Magic Power Forward rotation, and, and yes, there's versatility. They can Some of them can play the three, though. Three, this is a really interesting group of Power Forwards. Right now, we project Paolo Bencaro to be the starting power forward with Franz Wagner starting at the three. Two very capable and gifted and skilled offensive players. At this point, those two guys probably have the most well-rounded skills and and give the Magic the best chance to win. Um, Franz certainly proved that throughout the course of his rookie season. And Paolo Bencaro being the number one overall pick and looking very good at every turn that he has stepped onto a basketball floor since the draft. Um... It, it, it feels pretty certain that those two are going to start. The options behind them are also really exciting. We've talked a little bit about Chumo Kiki here in the last couple weeks. Um, let's rehash some of that. Chumo Kiki is just a really solid player. Uh, and, and a guy who is sound defensively, is, is disruptive defensively, and can hit the outside shot fairly consistently. If he, if he hits threes at the, at the rate that is that is he's that that he can then this magic team is super dangerous and and Chumo Kiki's the kind of guy that coaches love and does all the right things and and I think the magic misused him a little bit I would like to see him get some more post looks and and get some shots he was almost exclusively a three-point shooter last year um but if he can grow into that role he is what you want from a three and d guy uh and and there's a lot to like about him and again like Jonathan Isaac he is getting comfortable Recovering from a torn ACL too, as, as he's now three years out from that, um, has he's gotten his first full year under his belt after that, and so you know again I think this is a year where they could really turn Chumo Kiki loose. You've got Wendell Carter who can step in and play the four a little bit too. Ask him Mo Wagner. So if the Magic want to go big, they can go big, and that part's exciting too. That that that's that's a great potential too. What's what's really fun about this Magic lineup and about this Magic roster is you can run a bunch of different lineups. You know, I've, I've been talking with some people who want to see Isaac Wagner, Isaac Franz, and Paolo on the floor at the same time, and I could be either with one of them at the five or one of them at the two, and, and it makes sense. And I'm like, yes, let's try it. Why not? Look, we got nothing to lose this year. Let's let's try it. Um, again, Isaac has to prove that he's healthy. You know, Okiki certainly could be in the mix as, as, as someone who's versatile enough to do that too, but there's something there. And, and, and that part is very, very exciting. And that part is uh, something that this Magic team can build off of. What's fun about these power forwards is their versatility. How you can mix and match them. How really they all play in very similar ways. Obviously, Paolo's a little bit more of a scorer. Isaac's the ace defender. Franz is a bit of a playmaker. You could maybe play him a little bit at, at the one, play some point Franz. Um, but at the end of the day, these are all versatile forwards who can guard Again, your position is more about who you can guard. Um, they can guard probably two through four pretty comfortably um, with you know maybe Paolo guarding some five, maybe Isaac guarding some five, depending on where he's at. 
the Magic are always going to have that versatility available to them. And, and that part's really, really exciting. That part is a, a really good asset and, and what makes this power forward group so much fun. Orlando's going to have a tough time playing all of them. Now, like Franz and Paolo are going to play. Like I said, Isaac's going to get his minutes. Chuma Okiki might be the odd man out here for a little while. Um, he's still important because Isaac isn't going to play all the time. But I, I really do like... I really do wonder how much Chuma's going to play, You know whether Chuma's going to be able to push himself into the rotation, uh, and how Jamal Mosley's going to manage these minutes. Because again, you can play Terrence Ross down at the three a little bit. You can play Wendell Carter and Mobamba together a little bit. I don't think... I think the Magic will play that lineup less, and it'll be more situational, but I, I don't think the Magic should completely scrap playing Wendell Carter and Mobamba together, although, again, not a primary lineup that, that we will see. There are things to like about this group and, and how it's composed and, and the skill set. And, and really, again, outside of Jonathan Isaac, who, again, this season is not about his stats and his numbers. It's just about him playing. What's going to really develop about this group is... How, you know, how, whose skill set comes to the front? And, and what skill set do the Magic need in that moment? They have a lot of guys who have different skill sets, who can do a bunch of different things. And that's going to make this team better. Power forward for this team is a strength. And again, it's, it's, again, it's weird to say that specifically because it's, it's different. It's, it's different than, it, than it's ever been. And, and these guys can play the three, they can play the four, they can play the five, they can play the two, they can play the one. The positions are kind of meaningless. But this group of versatile forwards are the magic strength of this team. Very, very unique. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore MD. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. It's on Twitter, at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On NBA podcast. Still going strong five days a week here through the NBA desert. They're talking a little bit about the Brooklyn Nets, talking a little bit maybe about Eurobasket as we get ready for that. Bearded Porzingis is a, is a thing. Um, you can check them out wherever you download podcasts as well. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Magic for Orlando Magic Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.